Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, it's not all about you. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's been following me for a while, and I did an email uh, for him in a previous video newsletter titled, My Feminist Man-Hating Girlfriend, probably six, eight months ago, I guess at this point. And I'm not going to go through that email again, but I, this particular email of this guy's is a paid email coaching email that, that I answered. And I gave him a little bit more detailed response than I normally do in these because I knew I was going to do a video on this and I was thinking about the person that doesn't have the benefit of the, this guy's previous experience or the interactions I've had with him in the past to give you a better idea of what's going on. But what you're going to see if you go back and you watch that original video newsletter and then you look at his current email, you can see the same kinds of issues where he's focused on what he's getting from this girl instead of what he's getting from her and that causes him to come off as being needy and desperate. And so I busted his balls in his email and pointed some things out to him and he didn't like that very much. And so he sent me a terse reply back saying I was being a little too hard on him and then a week or so later he sends me another email basically saying, yeah, I guess you were right after all. <laughs> I might not always be right but I'm never wrong. So anyways, I got a a quote that I wrote for this particular topic and we're going to go through his – so we've got his the email that he wrote in and I'm going to read the response that I sent back to him and then the, follow, the two follow-up replies after that. So the quote says, the purpose of all relationships is that you go there to give, not to possess, control, manipulate or seek validation so you feel better about yourself. The love that you withhold in your relationships is the pain that you carry. When we focus on giving and meeting the other person's needs because we simply want to contribute to their happiness, that is love. When we focus on what we are getting, what we fail to get, or why the other person did not do what we expected, we hold back and the relationship starts to suffer since it becomes about taking instead of giving. When you date a mutual giver and you both focus on meeting each other's needs just for the sheer joy of making each other happy, this leads to easy and effortless relationships. When the giving is unbalanced, so is the relationship. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I'm the guy with the feminist man hating girlfriend. Basically the last time you told me that my lady is structured and controlling but otherwise a good woman and if I don't stop creating drama, she'll realize I'm a pussy and not a man and leave me. Your advice was spot on and it really hit me hard. But I took action and I turned things around. I went back to therapy and I did a lot of thinking. So obviously this guy's got some issues and some things that he's working on and I commend him for doing that. I think that's great. When you recognize that, hey, you know what? Something's fucked up and he needs a little help for it. I highly encourage that. He says, to make a long story short, once I managed to be strong again and cut out the drama, I had her sitting on my lap, kissing me, and telling me about her day at work. He says, remember, this is the feminist who tries to convince me that a man doesn't have to be strong. You know, like when I do phone sessions for guys that are having marriage problems or they're trying to save a marriage, most of the time they've already got the marriage counselor or the therapist or they're in therapy themselves, but you could have the best marriage counselor or therapist in the world and if a guy's not acting like a man, not going to fucking matter. The relationship will not be salvageable. But coupled with therapy and counseling versus the things that I focus on with goal setting and helping a guy get right and get in his masculine and take care of things that he needs to take care of as a man, 
That's a difference that makes all the difference. He says, this woman was sent to me as a blessing. She triggered all my worst fears and weaknesses so I could deal with them and don't have to face them when I meet the one. But I'd like to say I also care for her and I'm crazy about her body and the sex is great. So she's a butterface. Everything's nice but her face. Now I feel low again. I saw the great video where you helped the guy who had problems standing up for himself. I realize that I have that problem. I started network chiropractic care and this makes me able to speak my mind. Yeah, for those of you that are getting network care, some it's like it's amazing. It's like all those things that cause you from not saying what you really want to say, you don't feel comfortable holding that shit in anymore. You just fucking blurt it out. It's one of the reasons why I'm so brutally honest and so blunt with people. I've been that way most of my life because my mother was that way. But network care like took it to a whole other level. And as a coach, because most of the time I'm dealing with guys and masculine energy grows through challenge, that's what I do. Something you know, If you've ever played football or any kind of sports, that's the way coaches are because they challenge men. When men are shaken to their core, when their ideals are threatened, that's when you find out who they really are. And so when you challenge a guy, when you challenge his masculinity, it causes a guy internally to say, I'll fucking show you. I can do this shit. It's like when a coach says, get out of here. Go, go play with the JV team. You're not good on the He's like, I can do it, coach. All right, well, fucking show me then. And the guy does it and he gets it. He says, also, it causes a lot of thoughts on what I should accept and not. But then I saw a video where you said a woman might go on a romantic weekend with you but then disappear and you have to let her come and go. He says, that's the exact thing that happened to me. Now I'm a bit confused about when I should do that. Well, what I know, because I already had answered this email, this guy has not read my book 10 to 15 times. And this is a big part of his problem for those of you that go, oh, I don't need to read the book 10. <laughs> read the book 15 times, ridiculous. I, I couldn't even get through reading Corey's book 15 times. Well, there's a reason I say that, because you have to learn the fundamentals. Not only the fundamentals, but you've got to understand the principles. Because if you don't understand the principles back and forth, you get into these kinds of gray areas like where this guy is. He doesn't really know what to do one way or another. And you, what happens is you become more mechanical and robotic and you overthink things. And that's what you'll see this guy is doing. And it's really the same thing he was doing six, seven months ago. But because he thinks he knows better than me, he didn't read the book 10 to 15 times. So he's still struggling. That's why I keep pointing this shit out over and over. Sometimes it pisses people off. I'm not here to blow sunshine up anybody's ass. I'm here because I got a short period of time to really shake people to their core and get them to make some changes so they can better their lives. I'm not here to coddle people. He says, my woman shut down after coming home from a great weekend in Paris. I mean, it's not all about you, dude. It's not it, – because when a woman becomes this way – just say, what's the matter, baby? You seem, you seem a little distant. You seem a little quiet. What's going on? Are you upset about something? Did somebody bother you? Tell me about it. What's going on? What's in your heart? Asking things like that and getting a woman to open up and she'll tell you what's going on. If she's a good communicator, if she's not, she'll go, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to have fun. That's real fun dating women that are like that because you never resolve anything. So he says, for almost two weeks, there was no affection and no sex. I called her out on it. And I said, I didn't want to meet again until she really wanted to see me. So what this tells me 
is women want to be heard and understood. When a woman feels heard and understood, the legs open. When a woman doesn't, the legs close. And so I look at the fact that the legs have closed. She's not open to him. So it's either something he was doing or saying or he was not opening her up properly. Like I talk about in the video, how to communicate with women effectively. Again, this is what happens when you don't read the book 10 to 15 times. You don't know those little minutia details that you think are unimportant. Because guys figure, hey, I'm getting laid. Who fucking cares? I don't need to read this fucking book 10 to 15 times. Like, okay. But when the problems happen, hey, Corey, please, it's an emergency. Please reply. She accused me of demanding her to behave in a certain way. Yep. But when I stood my ground, she backed down and started to act normal again, including sex. Obviously, she was withdrawn, but you didn't open her up properly. But it still looks like you were able to open her up by, in essence, throwing a temper tantrum, if you will, complaining that she wasn't doing what she wanted. When all you really would have had to have done is just ask her if you, hey, what's the matter? You seem a little distant. You seem a little cold since you've been back. You're not as affectionate as you once were. What's going on? Talk to me. That's all you got to say. Later, I tried a different approach. My woman was driving her son to his new college over the weekend, and I was really there for her. I held her in bed when she cried because her little boy was leaving home, and I helped her out. That's a very traumatic thing when a woman's son goes off to college. Their emotions are going to be all over the fucking place. That's when you got to really be her rock, be her mountain, and understand what that means and how to do it effectively. And you understand that effectively when you read the book 10 to 15 times. Then she left and didn't get in touch until very late with a formal text saying she was going to bed. No affection. Now he's focused on himself instead of saying, you know what? This is a really traumatic thing for my girlfriend. Her baby boy just went off to college and now she's really upset about it. But instead he's going, you're not giving to me. You're not doing this for me. You're not doing that to me. I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be butthurt. I'm going to be upset. I know and accept that her son comes first but this still pissed me off. Well, remember, what's behind anger? Fear. Fear what? Fear that you're not going to be loved and accepted? Fear that she doesn't care about you? Instead, you should have been understanding about her. Again, I explained this in my book and also in the video, How to Communicate with Women Effectively. Because she had the time to check out Facebook during the day, but not to send me a short text saying, Hi, honey, we arrived safely. She often makes me feel I'm a low priority. Well, something like this should not be diminishing you. But instead, she didn't meet your unreasonable expectations and then you got pissed off. You made it all about you and as if somehow you don't matter. He says, this time I didn't tell her not to create drama. Instead, I waited for her to contact me. When she called Monday, I did the, hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. And I set her next date. She seemed happy. Because again, it really wasn't about you. It was about what she was feeling. And women are emotional beings. They feel their emotions a thousand times more intensely than us guys do. These two times I was successful, but sometimes I confused on how to handle her. Her distant ways make me feel really bad. It's not that her, what she does makes you feel bad. You choose to feel bad because of the circumstances of your relationship and how she's behaving. You're putting a label and going, oh, she doesn't care about me anymore. Why doesn't she care about me? I need to force her to care about me. This is the same issue that he had when he wrote to me seven, eight months ago and it's still there, the same fucking problem. And if he'd listened to me seven, eight months ago when I said read the book 10 to 15 times, he probably wouldn't even have written this email in the first place. 
but that's beside the point. She doesn't use any affectionate language. She's distant on the phone and on dates. When a woman feels heard and understood, the legs open. When she does not feel heard and understood, the legs close. And the legs are closed because you're not opening her up. Because you didn't you bypass the communication principles and skills that I teach in my book. So the dude that you see in the mirror, that's whose fault it is, bro. In fact, if I go by instinct and in what you teach, her behavior indicates low interest. It just indicates to me that you haven't opened her up. You didn't take the time to really get to know her and see what was going on in her life. But she plans for the future and gets very upset when I indicate problems in the relationship. Because it's the same fucking drama that you're creating seven, eight months later. You're doing the same thing. She asks if she can change in any way to keep me, but I feel it's superficial and she doesn't really want to make an effort to understand me and meet me halfway. No. In this particular case, dude, you need to do the work to learn the book. You don't understand the principles and therefore that's why you're confused at times. But the good news is when you're confused, it means you're about to learn something. Could you shed some light on how a man should balance between standing up for himself on what he wants from his woman and leaning back and letting her come to him? I appreciate that a woman is like a cat but I can't expect her to be there for me. Could I ever get this woman to change by negotiating my needs? When you treat women properly, dude, you never get denied for sex. It just doesn't happen. When a woman is open to you emotionally, she's ready to have sex whenever. When you're her rock, when you're her mountain, she always wants to be close to you. When you're sleeping in bed, she wants some part of her body to be in contact with yours. But when she doesn't feel heard and she doesn't feel understood, she's okay with the distance. She's okay with not talking to you as much. That's the way it is. I didn't make women this way. I'm just the messenger. So here's my – this is the actual email response that I sent to him. I'm just going to go ahead and read the whole thing. And I said, a big part of your problem is that you have not read my book 10 to 15 times and learned the basic fundamentals of what I teach. In the chapter in my book, when women are like cats and men are like dogs, I discuss this dynamic. When a woman spends too much time around you, she gets too familiar and bored. Therefore, like a cat, she will become a little distant, less enthusiastic about being with you, talking with you and being affectionate. At this point in your relationship, you can simply tell her to call you later after she leaves or you drop her off and then let her be. When most guys sense or feel a woman pulling away or seeming to not be as into him as they were, they get fearful and start to pursue and force things. This turns women off. When she backs off, let her go and she will come back when she misses you. My book explains this. You can also review it in the article that I did. Women are like cats, men are like dogs. I think I did that like three or four years ago. The school thing and her not contacting you the next day is understandable. You are acting needy, fearful, and desperate. You are getting all butthurt over nothing. This is how women are. They are driven by their strong emotions, not rationality. She was hurting and spending time with her son. This is her needing time away from you to spend with her baby boy. He's leaving the nest, dude. This is traumatic for any mother. She's leaving him behind at school. She was sweet the next day. It had nothing to do with you. It was all about her and her baby boy. Get used to it. This is how women are. You need to let them be. Then they boomerang back and fuck your brains out and can't get enough of you until they get bored again, busy, or their curiosity takes them elsewhere temporarily. You really need to fucking read the book 10 to 15 times. You're making your relationship way harder than it needs to be. 
Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Stop looking for reasons to create drama because you feel insecure or seek validation from her. Again, this is the same thing. If you go back to that original video, my feminist man-hating girlfriend from seven, eight months ago, you'll see the same patterns in his email. At the end of the day, I can read through the bullshit. So here's his response he sent back. Obviously, he wasn't happy. He was a little butthurt. But again, I'm, this ain't a popularity contest. I'm, I'm interested in getting results. And the reviews that I have on my book, they speak for themselves. So he says, hey, coach, with all due respect and acknowledging you know this stuff, that's why I ask you, I still think you missed the point of my question this time. No, I didn't. I told you exactly what you needed to focus on in order to turn things around. He says, number one, I did acknowledge what you teach about women being like cats. You may have acknowledged it, but you obviously don't get it. You don't get the principle because I can look at this email and I can look at your email from seven months ago and tell that you don't know the material. And you're arguing with me. My life is awesome, dude. If you want to continue struggling like this and write me another email in six to seven months about the same thing, hey, it's your life. I appreciate the business, but I'd much rather see you finally get it and actually take on board what I suggest. I read that chapter yesterday. I don't create drama. Come on, man. I mean seriously, dude. You created drama here and and even your girlfriend doesn't like it when you do that. And you were doing the same shit seven, eight months ago. But you don't create drama. You're bullshitting yourself, bro. I started letting started letting her come to me. I don't show her how I feel, but why should I ever have a woman as more than a fuck buddy if she just comes to me now and then and gives a little sex? doesn't seem to care about me the rest of the time. You notice how he's like just so blowing this thing up about her son going off to school. What he really you really should have been doing is being loving and supportive of her and understanding of the fact that she really wasn't as affectionate with you. You should cut her some slack in this particular instance. But if you'd have known the principles backwards and forwards, you wouldn't be in this situation. I wouldn't even be discussing this email to begin with. But that's beside the point. Then I should not be in a relationship at all, ever. So I should dump her and play the field. You do whatever you want, dude. But at the end of the day, if you don't get it right with this girl, who you said yourself is not the one, so it tells me you're dating and – well, you I guess you said you were dating a butterface. Everything's nice butterface. I want you to have some man knocks your socks off. But you're never going to be able to keep a woman who completely knocks your socks off because you like this girl a lot. You love the sex. You love her body. But her face. So you just imagine – what you feel for this girl, ratchet that up about a thousand times. And then being with a woman that you're in love with and who was in love with you pulls the same kind of behavior. Dude, you'll completely come unglued and you'll lose it and you'll totally chase her out of your life. This woman is preparing you for meeting that girl but if you don't fill in your knowledge gap, dude, you're just going to fuck it up and then you're going to be thinking about that and obsessing over it for six months to a year or two until you meet the next great love of your life because those kind of women that make you feel that way, they don't come along every day. There's beautiful women everywhere but women that are not only beautiful on the outside but are beautiful on the inside and you love hanging out with them, they're rare. The universe orchestrates those meetings and so you better be fucking prepared because otherwise rejection, you'll be feeling that shit for sometimes years. You also Number two, you also said a guy for, should stand up for his needs in a relationship like when she stops sex or doesn't make coffee in the video that you did. Again, when a woman feels heard and understood, the legs open. And when she doesn't, the legs close. 
So it's not about you demanding sex from her. The bottom line is you need to step up your game because you're still doing the same fuck-ups that you were doing six, seven months ago. But how can he do that if he should just lean back and let her do whatever she likes and never appear needy? He says, take care, Corey. You're a great guy and you've changed my life for the better, but boy, are you tough. Again, I'm not here to win a popularity contest. I'm here to help you get the results that you want, even if you fucking bitch about it. Because bottom line is I know how things should be. And I can read this email and I can look at the email, which I did from six months ago, and tell that you're still fucking up in the same way. And so here's the second follow-up response. I guess came like a week after this. He says, your advice was really useful, of course, but I was frustrated because I didn't quite feel it covered my issue. Probably I explained it badly. This morning I listened to your video. I realized I could do better and it completed my understanding and now I feel I know where I'm at. An extra bonus was your comments in the video from hot sex to flaky behavior where you discuss how your relationship with your mother caused you to get stuck on women who made it difficult for you. These two videos put together gave me all I needed. Thank you very much. Again, dude, the, the core issue of the problem here is that you feel diminished when your woman is not as affectionate. And plus, you're not taking the time to open her up and communicate with her effectively like I discussed and how to communicate with women effectively and like I discuss in the book when I discuss the communication and the relationship skills. And I could tell, reading your email, and I've said it numerous times in this video, that you don't know the book well enough. If you'd have known the book well enough and you'd have read it 10 to 15 times and you'd have taken the time to make sure she's doing 70, 80, 90% of talking and asking questions. Because when a woman's quiet, when she's distant, she's shut down to you. That means you must open her up by asking questions and getting her to talk about what's going on inside her. It doesn't sound like from your email, you didn't do that. You got butthurt and upset that you weren't getting any pussy. And then you got upset and you let her know, I'm not getting pussy, I'm mad at you. Again, when a woman feels heard and understood, <coughs> excuse me, when a woman feels heard and understood, the legs open. And when she doesn't, the legs close. That's just, that's the way it is, dude. If you don't like it, you can complain about it, but you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. That's definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.